Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! You got a pass, you got a for a rip, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of outlaws. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Hello again, it is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. We are glad you joined us. Aaron Evernam and Steve Post here, and uh, we are locked in for a great, great show. Okay, we're going to talk to the straight shooter, Scott Cruder. Okay, now this Ooh, guy. I like that, Dick. Yeah, the straight shooter. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. No, he runs with us through the indoor racing that we do yeah. up in the Northeast. And then, uh, oh, by the way, he picked up the Canadian National win yeah. up at Oshweekin. So we're going to talk to him. And this is a first for us. Uh, we're going to uh, talk to Logan Wagner, but he is in the air right now. So <laughs> as soon as he lands, we're going to dial him up. We may actually do a cockpit interview with him in the <laughs> cockpit of his plane. So we're going to talk to Logan Wagner. He picked up the big win yeah. at um, at Sealands Grove. Yeah. So it's all good. How are you? Good. Very good. How about you? How was your weekend? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, I was at Atomic Speedway, the Dean Niddle Memorial, okay? The, the, this, is, this, was, this is only the second year, and I don't know that I've seen a second-year event with this much momentum, mm. first and foremost. Wow. Jeff Niddle, who's Dean's son, it's the Dean Niddle Memorial, so Dean's no longer with us. Jeff Niddle is his son, and he has done amazing things putting this together. The purse for the A-Main and the B and the non-qualifiers race was over fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Uh, they paid twelve thousand five hundred and fifty-four to win. There was bonus money if you were the first car in the pits. Though I mean, they had <laughs> you. They had you win a heat race, quick time, lead the most laps, hard charger, longest distance. 
They, you know, I, I mean, love those awards. Yeah, yeah. Drank the most beer, drank the least beer. Were I mean, you they, in contention for that? I almost won that. No, <laughs> no. Um, but they, um, Jeff Niddle, what he did was phenomenal. And the beauty of it is the drivers loved it too. You, you, the drivers really. There was a lot of. He's walking through the pits. He and I don't know what they were for. He's just walking through the pits on Saturday, just handing out gift cards and uh, wow. and, and, and and discount cards for the local speed shops and places like that. I mean, who does that? I mean, no, it's that's just, great for the, for the average racer when you don't expect something. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the guys up front, the guys up front, they're doing all their deals. Yeah. But if you're sitting there, you're the local three hundred five yeah. guy or the Goes local four ten guy. Yeah, you're sitting there and you got a fifty dollar off this from that. Yeah. You're getting that, and especially going into the off season. Yep. Oh my gosh! So Jeff, Jeff just does a great job with this. Um, raised all that money. It is a community thing. Everybody is on board. Everyone is involved. I'm telling you, it's just it's just really, really well. And they've already announced that the purse next year is going to be fifteen thousand fifty four dollars. Oh wow! For the winner's share, they are, already know work, that. Uh, they're already they're already moving up on it. They're still obviously working with the all stars on dates and all the other stuff. But um, so that's the first thing. Well, the first thing. Okay, now here's the first thing. This is before <laughs> I even arrived. Now, Aaron, this this you know that. I have a minor interest in eating. Minor. Yeah, minor yeah, interest just, in I, I never noticed. Right. So on Thursday, no I'm leaving Charlotte, and I'm like, I'm going to be in the Charleston area for um, about lunchtime. So I put on Twitter, I just put on Twitter, hey, any ideas in Charleston? And Travis Quapfold, the NASCAR yeah. champion, truck series champion, suggested this Ridgeview barbecue that was spectacular. <laughs> I mean, this was great barbecue, okay? So, but in the process of this, this guy Dan sends me a note. And says, can't you know? Kind of, kind of. We're doing a fish, a perch fry tomorrow at Atomic. Ah, well, perch fry. You had me at perch, okay? <laughs> and so I went to Dan's uh, perch fry. Now this guy and this group, there was I think there was seven or eight of us sitting around, and we ended up sitting around for probably an hour just talking sprint car racing. It was great, but Dan, ha! Huh, you want to talk about <laughs> perch? I mean, first and foremost. There was more perch than this than, than all of us big eaters in this building could eat. I mean, wow! Was, and there's was, some big yeah, eaters there's some here. There's big eaters here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So the, the perch was phenomenal. It was so good, and perch is really good when done right. So yeah. he did a perch. I'm not right. sure I've ever had perch. Right. To be honest. Come to follow. Oh, oh, oh you, if you'd gone to Dan's, all if right. Dan's, Atomic might be on the been, calendar you'd next been year. Perch, you'd have been you'd have been perch for lunch the next day, and perch on the way back. Yeah, I mean, it was it's that good. It's really really good. And Dan, okay. Dan, now his wife is not a huge sprint car fan. She loves NASCAR racing. Okay. Uh-huh. So she comes for the perch fry and then leaves before the races. <laughs> so, but Dan loves to cook. Okay. She will admit, well, she admitted to me. I don't know if she would admit it on the radio. Well, she's getting ready to. <laughs> she will acknowledge that she may not enjoy cooking. She does not enjoy cooking as much as Dan. Okay. There, I'll put that there. Okay. That, yeah. I'll just put that there. Okay. She has no problem cleaning up. Oh. oh my gosh, do you have a sister? I mean, God, I mean, so, but Dan, like, Dan is this, like, he does the perch fries and he makes his own pasta. Ooh, and he's like, yum. he's like a cooking geek. And so, really, really cool guy. And got to hang out with a bunch of the, bunch of his friends and buddies that they all camp together. They camp together at Eldora. They camp together yeah. wherever they go. And just really, really cool. This great. isn't going to be your last visit with him. No, I mean, it will yeah, not be my yeah, last yeah. visit. No. Um, just great folks. So, we, we had the perch fry. And I think another thing that, that, that comes to mind, you know, we, we watch and we're so lucky in this sport with Speed Shift and Dirt Vision and all of our partners, okay? We love our pay-per-view. But pay-per-view is a 
cheap alternative to being at the racetrack. Yeah. Okay? Being at the racetrack. I am telling you, Tony Stewart's the Holly's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions. Man, there are some great races yeah. over there. It's phenomenal how good. Well, I mean, James McFadden won the first two nights. That cat, anywhere, anytime, mm-hmm. you put him in a competitive car, and he's going he's gonna to make you work yeah. for it. He is so good. Reitzel is an animal. Yeah. I mean, he's, he just, I, I just, I continue to be so impressed. And I remember when, when Reitzel was this 360 kid, ASCS kid from Coop, Texas. Yep. You know, and it's almost like we've, as, as we've evolved the show for nine years, watching his career go and, and evolve has been fun. Yeah. And usually at some point a, a driver's career plateaus a little bit. His is, it's just, oh, it just continues. Yeah. I mean, that cat can wheel a race car. I mean, Dale Blaney, Corey Elias, and uh, Tim Schaefer was there driving for Tony yeah. Stewart. Yeah. And you have yeah. any beverages with Oh, I had Tim? some. Yes, I had an Applebee's no. visit with, yes, with Schaefer. Yes, I had a little Applebee's time. Any Aliquippa we got, talking? We did, not, we did not get to the Aliquippa state, but we had a really <laughs> nice visit. Uh, Tim's just a great guy. I mean, you know, Greg Wilson, Ch- yeah. and what, what can we say? Chad Kemenow, looking really mm-hmm. good in that Garvin car. I thought he was going to win the one night. I mean, so yeah. just just great stuff. Really, really cool. But now, okay. So then there's then there's okay. Now you're going to Chillicothe. Yep. Okay. Now you have all of the sights and sounds of Chillicothe, but there's one sight and sound in Chillicothe that you have to spend some time with, and that's Danny Smith. Oh yes. Okay. So I went over and uh, and and there's a video on our right on our Facebook page. Okay. And I know that a lot of you are listening to this show, so I'll describe this as as I'm unfurling this. But um, I went over and got the uh, the T-shirt, the 2019 version. My only concern with Danny is, is that he may change the paint scheme. I know because he yeah, changes because he so does often. That all the time. I know. Just, he can't keep drives, up. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll announce in February what his paint scheme is for this yeah, year. Yeah, and then and you can never pick him out on the track because his no, car's always different. car's always different. Yeah, exactly. So um, so but but then I'm standing there, okay, and I end up with this. Uh, this is the non-wing gambler T-shirt. Okay, those of you watching can see I'm holding it up, but those of you listening, it is it is the non-wing Danny Smith gambler car that he used to race. That is old his, school. It, he's 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 rock star every day of his life. This was in his wear your butt out rock star yes. phase. You know, at the top of his game and everything. Yep. I mean, he shows up. It's like, well, what a second pay. You know, because Smith is here. We're just gonna, you know. Okay, but now this gets better because on the back of it. Look at that, Kenny Rogers, the gambler. You got to know when to hold him. That guy on the back of this T-shirt, Kenny Rogers. So I got a T-shirt now with Danny Smith on the front and Kenny Rogers on the back. What's wanna, the Kenny Rogers racing team? What's Kenny what? Rogers used to own or he, be part of that uh, racing team. Was he? Yes, I he did was. not know yes, that. Yes, he was. Kenny Rogers, part of the gambler racing team. Yes, he was. Kenny Rogers had a car. And then the other guy that he used to be on, he Roy Clark actually had yes. a car too. But Kenny Rogers used to be part ownership did or tied into this that. thing somehow. Wow. Yes, he did. And so I have got Kenny Rogers and uh, Danny Smith on a T-shirt. So I'm locked in with that. But now, okay, now Jeff Niddle wanted me to bring this next gift to you. Okay? Oh, boy. And it's a nice little checkered box here, a little cardboard box. Maybe you'd, you'd see some lunch packed in or something. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the story on this, Aaron. Oh, boy. I did not, this was the Dean Niddle Memorial. Okay. Dean Niddle, okay, um, made fudge. Ooh. Dean Niddle made his own fudge. Wow. Okay, so his daughter, Jeff, Jeff's sister, his daughter has taken over the fudge business. Yum. Okay, and so they wanted me to bring fudge for 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 y'all y'all. So we're gonna go to a commercial break here in a little bit, and you and Ooh, I are gonna eat some fudge. One? 
I don't know what that one is. That one looks interesting. That one looks really, really interesting. Got my got, attention. We got a peanut butter fudge. Oh, and we got one that's uh, white really go with like with, with with uh, with nuts in it, but it's got like chocolate on yeah, the bottom that one, too. That looks really Maybe good. Maybe we sample both. So, so yes, we should. So <laughs> Dean Niddle used to make fudge, and so part of the winnings, Aaron Reitzel, he won twelve thousand five hundred fifty plus bonus for leading laps yeah. and everything like that. He also won fudge. Uh-huh. But Aaron Evernam got fudge too, <laughs> and uh, Ashley's going to have. We got a little bit. We can save a little bit for Ashley. And uh, well, a little bit well, for thank me. Them. Thank you. For me. So, um, yeah, so we got fudge. So how about that? So that is pretty cool. Wow. Great opening segment here. Well, we're kind of... We're a kind lot of, of food in, and a little bit of racing. Yes, a little bit of racing. We're in kind of a weird spot here because we, we're going to talk to Scott Cruder here in just a second, but we need to push back just a little bit to make sure that Logan Wagner lands. So yes. we're, we're it's like we're... We're all over the map here on trying to schedule this thing out. But let's take a look now at our classic ink screen printing and embroidery hot topics. Uh, the Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions, the Dean Niddle Memorial, James McFadden Thursday, James McFadden uh, Saturday or Friday. Saturday, Aaron Reitzel took up the win. Here's what I like about Saturday, though. Cole Duncan and Jimmy Stinson, two Saturday night regulars at a time, yeah. second and third. And they were rolling at the end of that thing too. I mean, it was it was it was good stuff. It really was. Uh, so great, great stuff at Atomic World of Outlaw Nos Energy Drink Sprint Cars. The heartbreaker heard around oh. the sprint car world. Friday night Stockton. Jacob Allen checked out. Gone. Bye bye. Two laps to go. Car ignition off from turn number four, and he pulls down into the infield. Oh. You could just you could just the 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 Twitter verse. Blew up. Yes. You could just, 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 I'm, I'm there monitoring it. And all of a sudden it's just like, ugh, oh no, heartbroken. Yeah. I'm like, what, what the hell? You know, cause it takes yeah. a little, you get the reaction before you know what happens with it when you're not watching it like on dirt vision or whatever yeah. it is. The, 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 the good side of it for the shark racing dry Dean team is Logan Shuart yeah. was running second. And his, his victory lane season. interview was impressive. Yes. Though. Very like impressive. He, um, he didn't want to take that one. No, I don't. I don't. And, and, that, and they were looking at a one-two dry dean sweep with I Shark know. Racing. Um, and I asked, I just, I, I, what do you say? You just can't. It's, he was there. It's going to happen. Is a, this is a, um, this sport will tear you apart. Uh, Brandon McLean. Last week I was talking about his Carolina Sprint Tour yeah. first place. He went and ran with USCS. He finished last. Yeah. You know, this sport is just like one day. The the problem of it is it'll kick you in the shin about 300 times, and one day you get to stand on the wing. And that one day and on the wing is worth you, the yeah. 300 kicks in the shin or other areas that you can get kicked in, too. <laughs> well, not you, but some people can be. Um, the World of Outlaws, and then they were at Calistoga oh, on Saturday gosh. night. Uh, David Gravel, his eighth <laughs> win of the season. And by the way, David will join us on our MAV TV show presented by Sage Fruit this week. Oh, we all. Oh. David Gravel, that's so cool. <laughs> Sealands Grove, the Gymnase Memorial, 37th National Home, but $20,000. Logan Wagner, now I'm going to talk to him about this when he lands, okay? He only ran one 305 race I at Sealands Grove. Did you see that? So, uh, But he made him pay the price this time, $20,000. Yeah. Freddie Raymer second, Brian Brown third. Ashwikan Scott Cruder, the straight shooter, the first Friday night regular to win the uh, Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. We'll talk to him. Um, Cruder, Matt Farnham, and Parker Price Miller. Brian Monteith snapped a 17-month winning streak, or, uh, or win streak, wow. or loss streak at um, a drought, I guess it was, at Williams Grove. And DJ Foose won the race at Fremont, but Buddy Kofoid needed to finish third or better, and he finished third and won the Oof. championship. 
So um, that's from Mike and Stephanie Linder in that 11 yep. car. So great stuff. Classic ink, screen printing and embroidery for all your screen printing and embroidery needs, whether it's hats, whether it's towels, whether it's T-shirts, or whatever you may have, whatever you may need. ClassicInkUSA.com. It's September. Time to start looking at your clothing and apparel needs for 2020. Give them a shout at ClassicInkUSA.com. World of Outlaws NOS Energy Sprint Cars, prior to their trip this past weekend to Stockton and Calistoga, they were at Placerville. What a race this one was. Dirt Vision with Johnny Gibson had the call. Shane Golubek and Carson Macedo. And Golubek would get his second career World of Outlaw win. It is our Dry Dean Diesel all-deftifying move of the week. And now for the Dry Dean Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. We've got a race for the lead into traffic into three and four. Here's Golden to the inside, and Macedo slide jump to take the lead with the white flag waving. Macedo back to the inside, but Golden down the back stretch into three and four for the final time. And at the checkered flag, Shane Golden steals the that deaf-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Sage Fruit is a high-quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State apples, pears, and cherries. Sage Fruit believes in sprint car racing as a proud sponsor of sprint cars for the past 16 years and a partner of Wing Nation for the past four years. We love sprint car racing, and we're there for our sprint car fans. Sage Fruit works hard to deliver an exceptional eating experience. We value our relationship with sprint car fans and appreciate your continued support of Sage Fruit. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer. No matter what or where you race, Hefner Racing Products and HRP Wings has you covered. Check out the premier Shark Wing as well as other Sprint Car Wings and components. Sprint Car, Mini and Micro Sprint Wings. And the HRP Original Recess Rivet Wing. All HRP Wings are wind tunnel tested. HRP carries a full line of affordable, top-of-the-line, USA-built Sprint Car components. Shop online for all this and more at HRPRacing.com. The racer's choice. Hefner Racing Products and HRP Wings. Aggressive Hydraulics, where we engineer the cylinders that move your business. We specialize in designing and manufacturing purpose-built application-specific hydraulic cylinders with superior precision and performance, making OEM products stronger, crafting cylinders that operate on a global basis in a wide variety of industries and applications. Get aggressive with your cylinder challenges. AggressiveHydraulics.com If you hear squealing and grinding noises from your vehicle, it's time for new brakes. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, when you buy any set of Brake Best pads and any two Brake Best rotors, you'll save 10% on your total purchase. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Tony Stewart. You're listening to Winged Nation on MotorRacingNetwork.com. It is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, having a great time here, Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, and, uh, well, having a little technical issue, so we'll see how this <laughs> works off. Uh, it, it was the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals, okay, it was at Ashwikan Speedway, and uh, he was the first Friday Night Regular to win um, the, uh, the, uh, the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. Joining us on the Red Brand Fence Hotline, it is the straight shooter, Scott Crooter. Hello, Scott, welcome into Wing Nation. 
Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's great to chat with you as well. Congratulations. Talk about that Canadian Sprint Car National win on Saturday night. Man, that was a big one. Yeah, that was definitely the biggest single race in my career that I've ever won. Uh, it was it was a really good night for the team. Uh, my teammate finished second. He came from 17th to second. So to get a podium, sweep the podium uh, first, second there at, uh, at a race like that was pretty good for our team. Uh, we've been working really hard on getting our stuff ready for for the slick conditions that the Nationals produce, and uh, we nailed it. We uh, The cars were spot on. Scott, when you mentioned the, the slick conditions that the Nationals bring on, is the racetrack no, does not get like that on a weekly show for you? No. Um, the track is the track changes quite a bit throughout the season up at Oshweekin. and it starts out pretty heavy, a little rough. And then in the middle of the year, um, we do see some slick nights, but it, it never gets um, – never get to slick as it does for the nationals because they do thursday night practice then they do friday um they had triple 15 this year and then um saturday there's just a lot of racing that goes on and they really don't tear the track up in between so you kind of know what you're getting and um this year we really didn't know what to expect because thursday rained out they had quite a bit of weather up there it was looking like it was going to rain on friday um but they had the track sealed over and it played into our favor yeah exactly did you run friday night or not I didn't. Um, I was up there. Uh, Matt Farnham, who's my teammate, uh, he doesn't have a lot of starts in the 360, so we really wanted to focus on getting him seat time and uh, working on setup, getting the setup in the car because the track was looking slick. And uh, so I just I just basically played crew chief and helped on his car. Um, and uh, he almost won it. He led right up until the final corner and parked the place. Uh, got a random and came into the checkered, so he ended up second, which was, uh, which was a really good showing for us Friday night as well. Scott, is there things that you maybe could learn? I don't know that there's any substitute for racing and driving a car. We have people tell us that there's no substitute for it. But were there things as a crew chief you learned on Friday that might have helped you on Saturday? Absolutely. It was um, me and Matt have really similar driving skills. To be able to put the setup in the car um, and just focus uh, not on putting the setup in the car, going out and driving it. Because when you're driving it, you're you're, you're second, not second-guessing everything, but you're you're overthinking it. You're not just concentrating on one thing. So um, I was all for um, not running on Friday night. I raced uh, the whole season up at Ashwick on Friday night. So um, as far as track time and seat time goes, I felt comfortable enough to just focus on working on his car, sitting in the grandstands, lots of the attitude of the car. And it, I think it helped a lot. Now, Scott, you started fourth and, and you fell back a little bit. Were, was that kind of part of the game plan? Did you think your car would come in, or were you? Is there a point in the race that you were starting to panic a little bit? I mean, it looked like at, towards the end you had the car rolling anywhere on the track you wanted to be, even through the middle. Yeah, in the so in the heat race, um, I think we were just more aggressive on setup than anybody else because in the heat race, uh, I took right off and got the heat win, and then in the they had the uh, we made it into the pole dash. And I started sixth in the pole dash in the first, I think it was six laps. Um, the first four laps, the car was just didn't go. And then the last two laps, it really came on. Um, I passed Mark Smith and Parker Price. Uh, and coming to the final corner, the car felt really good. So uh, we just made a few adjustments, and I kind of knew going into the feature that it might take a few laps to um, either for the tires to come in, or I'm not really sure why. It, it, it's more of a long-run setup, I guess, um, that we found out because – the longer the race went on, the more comfortable the car got. I got. Um, I even had a lot more than I could do. I didn't have my wing all the way back, so the car was really good. 
Wow, that's yeah. fantastic, man! That's got. What's it like when you when you're kind of rolling along on your biggest race of the year and realize you have an awful good car? What's that feeling like in the race car, knowing that uh, you, you all your work looks like it, you you might put yourself in a spot to win that thing? Just uh, the biggest thing was uh, honestly just taking some deep breaths and calming down. Once I once the car came on and I could see that I was gaining on, uh, I caught six, passed them, caught fifth, passed them, caught fourth, passed them, and then when I got to, uh, I think. Steve Poirier was running third. When I caught him, he's won the he's won that race a few times, and he's really good. That's when I knew that's when I knew I just needed to calm myself down and uh, just run my own race because uh, we drove past him, and then I caught Jordan Thomas, who was running second. We went past him, and I could see Parker, and um, I just at one point my my foot I was using a lot of brake, and my foot kind of started bobbling because I not nerves were getting worked up, but I just I needed to calm myself down and just focus on my race and getting through traffic and uh once i got by them that was probably the hardest part of the race because now i don't have anybody to gauge uh am i do i need to get more aggressive with the car do i need to get the wing back um because when you get comfortable that's when you get past so i think we stayed aggressive enough uh the only car that was coming was my teammate because he was uh he was back there fishing he had his wing trunked uh more than i did and he was i think he was definitely faster than me at the end of the race but um had I seen a nose, I would have been able to get more aggressive. But that's what the hardest part is, is knowing, deciphering what the difference of, you know, not being too aggressive and putting yourself in a bad situation. For sure. Scott, what was that victory lane like? Uh, kind of one for the hometown hometown team. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I've, I've won two features. Uh, we've had a bunch of bad luck this year. We were leading a couple of races, got wrecked really, really bad one night, got put into the fence and uh by a lap car and then uh, broke a shock tower with five to go leading so we just we should have had a few more wins up at our weekend and it's just luck didn't play into our favor the two races i did win uh they did victory lanes at the very end so i haven't actually been able to celebrate with the fans up there in victory lane for the two features that i won so it was really cool to be able to celebrate plus you know our entire team was out there with both cars finishing one two i had a lot of family there it was awesome Nice. Man, that is really, really cool. Was your baby there? He was, but he was sleeping. Um, <laughs> so he, he has got to do a wing dance. I won a uh, Patriot Sprint Tour feature at Aries, and he was there and awake for that. So I took him up on the wing and was able to celebrate with him there. So um, we didn't wake him up. Uh, he was back at the camper sleeping. So we'll have to win it again so he can celebrate. There Scott. you go. See, Scott, see, I'll, 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 I'll uh, Scott runs with us on the indoor auto racing thing up okay. at Allentown in Atlantic City, and he had to take one of them, I think. What was it, Atlantic City you had to take off because Mama went into labor? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, we were getting ready. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to leave on Thursday for Atlantic City, and uh, we had a doctor's appointment Wednesday morning, and they said, uh, go home, pack your bags. You're going to the hospital having a baby. So um, we, uh, we missed the Atlantic City race, but... Uh, we put my good friend Matt in the car, and uh, he uh, he went down to Atlantic City and ran. Had some tough luck, uh, throttle stuck on him, but uh, yeah, it was um, you know it's tough missing a race, but it was it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> really enjoy being a dad. Well, I'm sure your wife appreciated, <laughs> and now your baby's got the wing dance. Scott, we talked to Clinton Jeffrey last week about how much this event has grown the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals. Uh, how uh, for you who races there locally, how neat is it not only to win in front of that huge crowd, but to see an event like that grow? It's awesome. Every I've I've I think I've I missed the first few just because I wasn't running sprint cars yet, and then um, a couple years uh, I drove for some lower budget teams and we didn't uh, we didn't go up to the race. But I've competed in, in a decent amount of them, 
And we, I think last year was the best finish I've ever had. I finished sixth. Um, so we, we've struggled in the past. Um, Trey Hoddock, my car owner, uh, they've been racing up at Oshuiken for a while now. And it's just been an event that we've kind of struggled at because it gets so slick and that's just not, that's just not what we've been set up for. And we just haven't really, really got it figured out. So we put a lot of time and, and effort into, into figuring this race out and it paid off. Mm, I'll say it paid off. Really, really good stuff. What's the What's the balance of the year look like for you in the 360 car? Do you What, what do you plan on going from here? Um, there's uh, the Fall Nationals at Outlaw, five grand to win this Saturday. Yep. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna take both cars to that. I think that's the talk right now. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see if there's a couple other big big races that we might hit. It's kind of just uh, week to week right now as far as what we're gonna do. And then. Once the once the outdoor season is done here, we'll start getting ready for uh, all the uh, area auto indoor races. That's that was my next question. Can't <laughs> wait to see it. Uh, Allentown kicks it off the first weekend of January. Well, Scott, I uh, you know just like I, like I said, I think I said with Aaron and, and you know I do the indoor races, so I get a chance to watch you guys race. And when when I see your name pop up winning the Canadian Sprint Car Nationals, I thought that was really cool. So congratulations on the the big win up there, and we wish you the best at Outlaw this weekend. And we'll look forward if we don't catch up with you before, and we'll catch up with you at Allentown the first of the year. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I got to thank uh, real quick, just uh, my car owner, Trey Hoddick and Carl here. They put so much into the program and they give us the best equipment that there is out there. So to be able to produce the results for them uh, is, is really cool. So I can't, couldn't do it without them guys. Mission accomplished. Appreciate the time, Scott. Thank you. There we go. That guy is so good. That guy on the in the indoor stuff. Yeah. He's phenomenal. He's so great. I just love watching. That's what I love about that. That indoor auto racing, it's TQ racing in Allentown, Atlantic City, and Syracuse. And then we have the dirt show, the, the micro show at to Trenton. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I love about it is is there's NASCAR wheel and modified guys. And there's yeah. and there's guys like Scott Cruder and there's there there's the there's mix. TQ guys. Yeah, exactly. There's TQ guys and, and dirt modified guys. Um yep. Uh, Rudolph, Eric Rudolph runs it. Uh, you know, um, it's just uh, Andy Jankowiak. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's this hodgepodge. It's almost like a race of champions, and you get to see these yeah. guys race. So really, really neat. And by the way, if you're in eastern Pennsylvania, tickets for Allentown go on sale tomorrow. I just saw that. I don't know why. I, didn't, I had no intentions to give a plug to my friends at Area Auto Racing News and Lenny Salmon's Productions. But tomorrow, tickets for Allentown go on sale. And you can watch guys like Scott Cruder race there at the PPL Center in Allentown. Love talking to Scott Cruder and, uh, and sharing a little bit of his joy, what's yeah. going on in his world. We need to step away. We're hoping that Logan Wagner has landed his plane. <laughs> and we're hoping that we'll chat with him next. Stay with us. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. For over 50 years, drivers in Sprint Car, Midget, Micro, Modified, and even Dirt Lay Model have taken the checkered flag on Weld Racing Wheels. Legendary drivers like Joe Saldana, Carl, Mark, and Steve Kinzer, Doug Wolfgang, and countless other racers have trusted Weld Racing Wheels for their superior strength and lightweight construction to finish ahead of the competition. With 50 years of race-winning engineering and technology, American-made Weld Racing Wheels are designed and built to withstand virtually any abuse you throw at them. Weld Racing, proven speed. 
Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Red Brand Fence, the most durable, dependable, and safest fence in the world. Top horse farms use Red Brand Fence to safeguard their equine investments. Cattlemen install it to ensure their cattle are safe. Racetracks around the world use it to protect spectators, fans, and crews. For over a century, Red Brand's quality has been used internationally for countless uses. Red Brand Fence, the most trusted name in fence. Explore our products at redbrand.com. Hi, I'm Rico Avery, and you're listening to Wing Nation on MotorRacingNetwork.com. Yeah, 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 it is Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, and we are having a ball. Great, great talking with the straight shooter. By the way, that is a great nickname. It is, it? and I love it. I feel like nicknames have kind of gotten away from We, them. we I, have got away from them I a little bit. I love some nicknames. The, the straight shooter, Scott Cruz. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, you kidding me? And uh, great, great stuff. All right, also great stuff is turn number two of the famed Marion County mm-hmm. Fairgrounds. And, uh, oh, I did see... They just launched, I think, this morning a 2020 Corvette Stingray. Oh, yeah. They're going to be yep, raffling. Yep, I did know that. So was you happening. can go to Sprint Car Hall of Fame. I think it. I think the tickets are available now. Yeah. So what's that? <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were saying tickets available. Uh, Craig is, is is whispering in our ear. Uh, he does that all the time, by the way. No, uh, we'll be good with you. will be good with Logan uh, Wagner in seven minutes. So, but um, I was when I was talking about it, I said, "Oh, tickets go on sale in seven minutes." So, um, but no, the tickets for the Corvette Stingray. Yes, um, they're on sale, I believe now. Yeah, and man, that deal. Oh. Yeah. That's a 2020 car, too. Yeah, with mid-engine. That's one of the mid-engine cars, yeah. yeah. That thing looks really good. Those might be hard to come by, so. Yeah, better get your tickets, Sprint Car Hall of Fame. So we do this a lot of times. We do the birthday calendar, okay? Um, and really, it's a quiet week up until Thursday. One of our faves, Doug Clark's birthday yeah, Thursday. Yeah, just waved the checker for the final time. Final time. The late model in, nationals, Well, in, yeah. uh, in Knoxville, but now he's well, doing this world tour. Yeah. Because now they're, they're sending him to Australia. Well, when you're Doug Clark, you get a world tour. Well, absolutely I mean, you do. You're a rock star. Exactly. So, and one of the coolest guys on the planet, oh, by the way. Oh, he is. I love he is so neat. Doug Clark. I, um, I, of course, knew him as the flagger at Knoxville for years and years. And, and years ago, he invited me up on the flag stand during hot laps. And uh, so I went up there and about dislocated my shoulder because his flags are the size of bed sheets. And he told me, don't ever, in the downward swirl, when there's a car coming, don't bring the flag down when there's a car coming. And so I did really well until I stopped paying attention. And it was like slow motion, and it was when Pittman was in the Hefner car. He's coming off of turn number four, and I get about two-thirds of the way down. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going in the wrong direction to this. I, I did that, and I swore that they were going to have to retrieve my arm from the suits. My arm, it flew back up, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. And he looks at me and says, I told, told you. you. <laughs> exactly. So Doug's just one of those cool guys. Yes, so had the, you know, So I got to know him a little bit there um, at Knoxville. But, you know, he's busy when we're at Knoxville. But then at the Chili Bowl, he sat like a few rows behind me. Yeah. So during the breaks of the Chili Bowl, I'd take a wander up, and we'd sit and solve all the problems. And then the Jackson Nationals, well, we met in the beer garden and really solved some problems. Doug Clark is just the coolest yes, man is. on the planet. He, he just is. is so cool. He's always been so good to me. It's the first time I raced at Knoxville. He's always, 
given me advice and teased me. And now his big thing is he likes to tease Ray that he's going to take me on a date or he's yeah. my boyfriend. It's an ongoing yeah. thing. But, I mean, kudos to him for such an awesome career. Awesome career, yeah. And, and he's wrapped up as far as Knoxville goes. During the off season this year, we do a series of programs called Wing Nation yes. Presents. And I actually had the chance at Knoxville to sit down, and we did, I think, 30 minutes with Doug, yeah. talking about his career, talking about some of the challenges. He's an African-American man yep. in a sport that's traditionally a little bit whiter, and uh, some of the challenges he had and, and some of the things that he dealt with over yep. the course of time. So that'll be during the off season. But Doug Clark birthday on Thursday. Bob Estes has a birthday later this week. But Thursday would also have been the birthday of Lewis Center, okay, and again, what I love about the Hall of Fame, and we've talked about this multiple times, yeah, we understand Steve and Sammy and Doug are in the Hall yeah. of Fame. We get that. We know those guys. We know their stories. But a guy like Lewis Center, okay, he was born, I believe, in the mid-20s. He's a 2009 inductee into the Hall of Fame. As a kid, he attended the famed Gilmore Stadium, which was the big L.A. track yeah. that was before Ascot, okay? So now listen to this. Now, you're aware of the Soapbox Derby that they run in Akron. Yeah. And they build these soapbox cars in the gravity down the hill. Before they did this at Akron, it was at Gilmore Stadium, and yeah. one person was the driver and one person was the pusher. Ooh. And him and his brother did it. I couldn't figure out which one was which, but they won the pre-teen category in the early 30s at Gilmore Stadium. Wow. In the, uh, so pre-teen, you know, so I mean, they were, they were just youngsters yeah. at to Gilmore Stadium. Very always, neat. Yes, always a racer. Always into racing. He was a machinist. Uh, as was always the case back then, and we we don't understand it. He's sitting here in 2019 when World War II came. Yeah, he went into the Navy. I think it was one of the army he was in. He was a machinist in the military for the four years, and then he came back out in 1947. He formed Anson Automotive, and this was one of the first speed shops. They actually developed a catalog, and people could call wow. and order. You know, you think about how we order things now. Yeah. But back then, in 1947, yeah, to get the distribution, to get of the, the catalogs, distribution, and the, to catalogs. Make the catalogs, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he did uh, did that. Uh, he was a real innovator. Innovated the aluminum wheel was one of his wow. uh, one of his items that he did. And then he took that passion he had for all things fast and all things cars, and him and a couple other guys in 1963 they formed this little organization yeah. called SEMA which is the specialty in marketing or something. It's it's the SEMA show. I don't even know what it stands for, but it's the SEMA. It's the biggest, yeah, it's it's the biggest car geek show on the planet yep. in Las Vegas. Yep. I mean, this thing is massive. Huge. I mean, we love PRI. We go to PRI as a PRI racing show, look. but SEMA is automotive. Yeah. This is, this is, there are 4,700 steering wheel manufacturers yeah. at SEMA. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, there's a whole room that is all for wheels. Like wheels. And, and when I say room, I mean. Yeah, no, convention center <laughs> yeah. room. Stadium. It's crazy, yeah. So he, Lewis Center, was part of forming SEMA. Wow. What a visionary. Yeah. You know, not only with his technical um, uh, prowess and, and developing parts the and stuff, business. but also the business end of it, and then to, to realize the need for a trade show. And now, one word in the automotive industry. I have a friend, Jennifer, who uh, was with Weld Racing. She was yeah. she was my our girl with, with, with Gail yeah. at Weld Racing. Jennifer and her work together on that. Jennifer is no longer with Weld Racing. She's with a... Um, a, a truck manufacturer, a truck box camper, yeah. you know, the, the, the boxes on top of that. And like one of the first things she put in her Facebook post, um, I found a job. I'm with this manufacturing. Can't wait to see everyone at SEMA. Yeah. It's the language. Can't yeah. wait to see it at SEMA. Can't wait to yeah. see it at Knoxville. 
Can't wait to see you at Chili Bowl. Can't wait to see you. SEMA is that for the oh, automotive sure industry. Is. I mean, from a from a business perspective to a social perspective. Oh yeah. And so oh, yeah. yeah, I mean Especially in Vegas. Oh, well in Vegas it is social for sure. <laughs> you know. So um so this guy is unreal. Now he he died or lived a wonderful life. Ninety five years old in twenty sixteen he passed. Wow. But and so which was great because two thousand nine inductee, he was able to to be there, yeah, be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And and I think that's the beauty of it, Aaron. And you know, you're on the board of directors for the Sprint Car Hall. It's the stories. It's yeah. the people. And it's the mm-hmm. it's the ones that hold the steering wheel and climb on the wings, but it's the ones that give all of that the that, that same too. passion, but behind the scenes or yeah. behind the camera. You know, it, I love every year going to the induction ceremony because they you get to hear the story of all the inductees, but you get to meet some of their family and you get to uh, just hear how much. I mean, we always talk about it. It's really all about the passion and, yeah. and the work towards sprint car racing. But I love hearing the stories and to get to know each story yeah. individually. It is absolutely amazing. So really, really good stuff. That is for sure. Um, we're close to getting Logan Wagner quick. Do we need to, okay, that's what I was going to ask. What, yeah, no, that's what I figured. I was going to ask about that. What we're going to do here, okay, we're, we're on a little radio talk here. Uh, we're going to step away. Uh, we're within a minute or two of Logan Landon, wherever he's flying to. Logan's a pilot. Logan so, Landing. Logan Landing, exactly. But we wanted to get him on to talk yes. about that Sealands Grove win. And so uh, we're going to step away. We'll be back with more Wing Nation in just a moment. The world's largest selection of sprint car merchandise. SprintCarStuff.com. Diecast, t-shirts, clothing, photographs, prints, and much more. Gifts for you or the sprint car fan in your life. SprintCarStuff.com has it. And all proceeds benefit the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Next time you're looking for sprint car stuff, remember SprintCarStuff.com. Your online home for any and all sprint car gifts and collectibles. Ten tours, over 200 nights of racing. The American Sprint Car Series is back for its 28th year. Whether you're enjoying the Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series National Tour at Williams Grove, Eagle Raceway, Skagit Speedway, or any of the nine ASCS regional tours across Arizona, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and beyond, winged and even non-winged, there's a race happening near you. Check online for scheduled details at ASCSRacing.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And when you can't be there live, catch the national tour and select regional events on RacingBoys.com. Looking for custom racewear and embroidery? Do you want your race fans to represent your race team with trendy original apparel? Contact Classic Ink USA, the new standard in custom screen printing and embroidery. Located in Greater Pittsburgh, Classic Ink USA's professional staff utilizes state-of-the-art facilities to transform your ideas into an attractive wearable piece. From custom track swag racewear to trendy quick crew crew wear, Classic Ink handles it all. Find out how you can get started. Contact Classic Ink USA screen printing and embroidery at the track and on your back. Since the dawn of American industry, Drydeen was there as the country built its first roads, laid the blocks of its factories, and spanned rivers with new bridges and rails. Today, with Drydeen's all technology, we instill this heritage into every Drydeen oil, lubricant, fluid, and DEF product we make. Drydeen is a tradition of performance with 21st century technology. Drydeen, official motor oil of the world of outlaws and always American owned and operated. Visit drydeen.com for more information. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up two five and a quarter ounce bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Clean and lubricate your fuel system while increasing miles per gallon with two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
This is Paul McMahon, and you're watching MRN's Wing Nation on MRN.com. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Let's go right back to the Red Brand Fence Hotline because joining us uh, from some airport somewhere, he is the winner of the uh, National Open at Sealands Grove, the Gymnase Memorial. Logan Wagner's on the line. Hello, Logan. How are you? Hey, guys. Pretty good. How about yourself? We are doing well. Where are you at? What airport are you at? Actually, I'm in Bedford, Pennsylvania. I just got back uh, to the home airport just right now. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Uh, obviously, a safe trip and everything, so that's that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I was out, out buzzing around up uh, northeast Philly today, and uh passenger showed up early, so I, I got to come back early, and uh, and it all worked out. I'm on the phone with you guys. There we go. Talking about that big win at Sealands Grove. Tell us about that. That was uh, I was ecstatic, you know. <laughs> Anytime you've gone up against those kind of guys, you know, Brian Brown and, and Gary Madsen come in for that. And when money's on the line, you know, it just puts a whole different aspect into the racing. Um, so we, we go in, you know, with an open mind. We know we have a fast car. Um, we took our car from Port Royal this year that we've been pretty fast with and, and took it up there. And, um, and ultimately, we, we time trial well, put ourselves in position through time trial. We were fifth quick, I think, overall, and uh, won the heat race and then started on the pole of the feature. And I knew it was very critical to get out front early, and, and we did that and, uh, and let every laugh. So, <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't know what, what type of pace to set when you're the leader. And, and I'm sure everyone will, will agree. You don't, want to, you, know, you don't want to use your tires up too early, but you also don't want to set a slow pace to where you're going to get past. So... We, we, I feel like I set a decent pace and got by a lot of traffic early and uh, and capitalized on that and then and then tried to turn it back. But I tell you what, at that halfway point, we were 20 laps in and, and I was at my belt and looked at my left rear and it wasn't what I wanted to see. <laughs> I smoked my left rear uh, pretty good early, so uh, so you don't you know you don't want to go in conservation mode after that. So man, I was looking at five to go, thinking this left rear ain't gonna last. And uh, two to go, and then ultimately the one flag, and seen the one the white flag, and 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 come down off of turn three. And I thought, well, I hope this tire don't blow. I think it's going to last, even if it does. I think you can run it to the checkered. So um, <laughs> I was holding my breath. I don't know about the rest of the guys, but I don't even think Tommy Carl thought it was going to last. But we made it last, and and ultimately got that twenty thousand dollars. That was cool. Nice. Wow, that's incredible. So what did your tire look like at the 20-lap 20, 20, uh, break when you had the refuel stop? Was it blistered? Was it worn? What did it look like that had you so nervous? Yeah, so I'm sure you guys maybe have seen, like, blisters on the inside and outside of the left rear. Um, so what happens is just a little introduction to what the tire does is it gets low on air under a caution. Um, and then whenever you take back off, you get a vibration sense or you'll get this feeling of the tire wrinkling underneath of you. And that's because it's rotting on the inside and outside of the tire, and then it's it's heating up and it's and it's blistering. So um, under the caution, what happens is the, the air goes down. It went down under the caution, and the tire cools down. And then instead of running on six pounds or seven pounds, you might be running on four or five. You know, so it, it rides on the inside and outside of those that, that tire and and then blisters. So that's what ultimately happened. And, and put us in a spot at a halfway point to, you know, just keep our fingers crossed and say it holds up. You know, <laughs> Gosh. I never. I guess that makes sense though when you think about the outside and the inside, outside blistering yeah. because of the low pressure. It blisters because of that. I, I, you know, it's kind of it is a little bit of this backward. Of course, I'm not an engineer or a race car driver like you. So 
Well, and there's not much you can do to really preserve the left rear tire. Like if it's a right rear, you can kind of put it up in the cushion or do a little. I mean, obviously, Logan, you can tell more than I can. I haven't raced in a long time. But a left rear, there's not much you can do to preserve it. There's not much. Um, I'll tell you what, um, a big contributing factor to heating up a tire is at the end of the straightaways, you know, I was tight on entry, so I was blowing through the cushion. So I'm I'm the kind of driver that just sort of hosses it in. You know, I like to throw my car (laughs) in there and, and make it turn. So whenever I do that, it really builds a lot of heat there. It getting into the corner, and and I had to do that early on. So we set the car up a little differently for the second half, to where I could let the car rotate itself in on entry and above the cushion. So that definitely helped, and I could get it in then on the right side. And when I feel the car transition to the right side, um, you know, then I can roll off my right rear instead of my left rear. So I was really trying to focus on getting it in on the right side of the car and, and getting it in above the cushion on the right side of the car. And, and ultimately, it held up and it worked, and, and I'm here talking to you guys. So, um, yeah, again, I'm pretty pretty blown away, you know. Yeah, fascinating stuff. Okay, so now the, the story that the track put out said that Tommy Call, your crew chief, called you and said, how do you do at Sealands Grove? What was the story there? Yeah, so he called me earlier in the week, and he said, hey, you know, I haven't run Sealands Grove in a long time. He said, what kind of setup do you got for there? And I said, hey, Tommy, I'll tell you what, man, your setup's better than mine. Wow. And that was where the conversation ended. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't have the heart. To, I didn't have the heart to tell him, "Hey, man, I've never raced there in a 410." You know, last time I raced there was eight years ago in a 305, and uh, and I never told him any different. You know, oh my God. I didn't want him thinking, "Hey, your driver's never been there." You know, this should be interesting. So, um, I told him in Victory Lane. <laughs> oh my god how i have to tell him you know i said i so i told him victory hey man that's the first time i've been at this track but it worked out you know we start up front we run up front and i can tell you you know if i would have started 10th or 15th it would have been awful hard to win that race um we were fortunate enough to put ourselves in good yeah. position and win the race and and he was uh he, he made the car work you know and, and where i wanted to put it and and ultimately come off with the win but yeah it was, it was funny early in the week he uh he he said something about you know the racer set up and i said well let's go with your setup <laughs> <laughs> oh that's no. good fantastic that good right stuff. there there you go good stuff Logan, what is it, I mean, to drive the Zemco car, it's such a historic car with such, I mean, every, the list of drivers who have run it is so unbelievable. But not only to, to drive that car, but to put it in victory lane and have the Zemitis there in victory lane with you. Uh, talk about what that means to you. Yeah, I mean, you go through John and Pee Wee's trophy room uh, at their house, and then you see guys like Kevin Gobrek, Billy Pouch, and trophies taller than me, which I've heard. These guys that have, like, uh, multiple, multiple, years and multiple multiple wins in, in that car and to see john and victory lane that many times i mean it's almost breathtaking if you have a respect for, for sprint innovation you almost have to have a respect for what what he's done john mm-hmm. and tv have done full racing you know and um it's a lot like the Weikert's todd Weikert messaged me and i said you know i i thank guys like yourself for being in the sport for 30 plus years and dedicating a lot of time and money into this sport and and that helps guys like me coming up through the ranks, um, get rides like that, you know. So if John and Pee Wee uh, were to pack, pack up and, and call it call it a season after 20 years, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just just to be in that car and, and and drive that thing and for it to still be fast is, is, uh, is really what gets me. I, I, it should. It should. And it's so good 
that that car and I and I and I've told this story before. And during the off season, we have another one of our Wing Nation presents. We said I sat down with John and Pee Wee up at Port Royal, and that car at one time when Gobrecker Pouch was in that car, when that rolled in, you knew it was a race for mm-hmm. second. And and in complete honesty, the Zemco car has it's always been a good car, but it became just a good car in the pack. And it's so much fun to see you at Port Royal now and now moving to Sealands Grove, mm-hmm. putting that car so that all of a sudden that's the one every stopwatch is on. And I think that's the great part about yeah. it because that's what that's what John and Pee Wee deserve is having the stopwatch on their car at all the time. Yeah, no, exactly. And they, you know, they deserve to sit in the stands and watch that car go around there and in a fashion that we have been going around the track. I mean, to be winning races and running up front. Hmm. Um, I think just to pull over, we had like sixteen top fives, so we're consistently there. You know, and that that's that that's a testament to how well the the maintenance in every single week and then everything's done with the car and how spot on everything is, you know, to be right up front and consistent up front is, uh, is a testament to them and, and Tommy and, and the rest of the crew for doing their job. No for sure. And that car has always been to me, one of the best looking race cars. Oh, God, I, I always car. love that yeah. paint scheme. Yeah. Logan, what else do you have left on, on the schedule? Obviously there's some still some pretty big shows in Pennsylvania coming up. Yeah, I think we're, uh, you know, that, now that we got off the porch there at Port Royal, and we did that feeling <laughs> Yeah, wow, way up Highway 35 there, man. You, I you just, really I just keep on trucking, you know. It's got a tear to my crossing through Port Royal and going to Steelers Grove. You have to do it at some point, you know. So, <laughs> no, no, we, uh, I think we're going to hit Williamsville Friday, and then I think we're going to go Sunday to Hagerstown, and then we're going to go to Lernersville again with the Outlaws, next saturday nice and and run out there we did pretty well out there last time and i like that track so uh we're gonna go back out there and then uh, i think port Royal has another sprint tacular race and uh, then the outlaws of port Royal. so um we're gonna call it a year there and, and not go down to charlotte or anything and um maybe we can try to talk the zemka team into heading to florida in february i think that'd be really cool <laughs> so um yeah we'll see here at the end of the year what we got but uh, you know it's all What's on the horizon is um, is really looking good for us and, and what we're doing. So exciting. It really is. It's so much fun to watch you wheel that car and, and celebrate in victory lane with your family, your friends, your crew, John and Pee Wee there. It was really, really neat to see. Logan, we're glad uh, you had the success on Saturday night. We always appreciate the time. Always great to chat with you. And we wish you the best in the remaining races this season. Yep. Thank you guys very much for having me and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. There we go. Logan Wagner joining us here on the show. Man, it is when that Zemco car, I, I just yeah. I'm so excited about what Logan and 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 Tommy have been able to do with that car yeah. this year. Get it back where Get it belongs. Get back where that car belongs. And now listen to this. They're talking now we'll go to Hagerstown, maybe yeah. we'll go to we'll go to um to um uh, Lernerville, you know, we're going to go to, they're going to go to Williams. getting off the porch a lot now. Well, if the porch is poor Royal, D- Dietrich was lighting them up about getting off the porch because it's all of 18 miles up Highway 35 <laughs> to get off the porch. Does up that the really ceiling. count? But, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I guess. I guess it does. It's great. Um, Man, there's a there's a cat. Of course, of course, his dad Mike Wagner, one of the great yep. racers up in Pennsylvania. So it's all in the family there mm-hmm. with everybody, and uh, great to see him have the success. So that is really really great stuff, and uh, that is going to wow. We've gone long today. Yeah. Oh, and with this, and we.
we still have a I know, I'm staring fudge. at this fudge. I know, this fudge is sitting here teasing us, too. <laughs> so we do need to wrap it up there. We do appreciate uh, the, the calisthenics that Craig, our producer, and Logan went through to get him on the show with uh, with with all of the uh, all of the transportation issues and everything. And always great to hear from Scott Cruder as well. Want to remind you that Wing Nation gear is available at www.wingnation.com. That's wingnation.com. And you can find it all this weekend up in central Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Williams Grove, Lincoln, and then down to Hagerstown, Maryland. And coming up on uh, Wing Nation, we've got our Thursday podcast. We're going to talk a lot about Jesse Hockett and Daniel McMillan. Yeah. It is the memorial race this weekend for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, and nobody knows those two better than Scott Trailer from Racing Boys. So we're going to talk to Scott on Thursday. And then coming up on Saturday, Wing Nation by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV, we are going to talk to David Gravel. And that's at 7.30 and 10.30, new times on our MAV-TV show there this weekend, David Gravel. So we appreciate Scott Cruder and Logan Wagner for joining us here today on Wing Nation. Wing Nation has been brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Watch Wing Nation Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. You can also find Wing Nation on wingnation.com or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.